fuck is wrong with you? You just had lobster. Like, you weirdo. Oh, I have stubble, but I'll make out with you. Me never. I would never ever. That's the worst idea I've ever heard of. Hello and welcome to Pass the Hot Sauce, a Roswell podcast. I'm Aliza Ora. I'm Lorena Rose. And I'm producer Ashley. We're here to talk about every episode of the 1999 WB series Roswell, one episode at a time, spoiler free. Today we're discussing season two, episode 15, Viva Las Vegas. According to the Wikipedia description, oh. I found uh, IMDb to be boring. Uh, so according <laughs> to the Wikipedia description, this is the one where the gang makes a spur-of-the-moment trip to Las Vegas in order to spend the Dupree money. The event-filled excursion ends in a face-off between Max and Michael over leadership. Tess and Liz can't pass for being over 21. Maria recruits Alex to help her audition for a role that ends up to be for a stripper and Isabel meets a man. <laughs> <laughs> this episode was uh, developed by Jason Kadams, but the actual writing credits go to Gretchen J. Berg and Aaron Herberts or Harberts. And this episode was directed by Bruce Seth Green, who uh, has directed some other episodes here in the Roswellverse, also directed episodes in the Buffy and Angelverse. And if we looked at his resume, probably a bunch of other WB shows, because that's usually how it rolls. Another Uh, interesting note about him is that he has Seth Green in his name. Yes, he does. (laughs) (laughs) Who is our little ginger cutie patootie. We love him. (laughs) Um, this episode has a few guest stars. We have um, the man that Izzy meets, uh, Dave, played by an actor named Sam Ball. He also made his rounds on the WB circuit. He was in Charmed and Dawson's Creek and has been in like every crime show under the sun like everybody else in the universe these days, but no really big notable credits. And um, Linda Pine plays Tracy, who is like the little uh, Southern Belle bride that Izzy makes friends with. And um, <laughs> Linda Pine's most notable uh, credit to her name is a movie called A Cinnamon Roll Story. And I was so intrigued by this because I love cinnamon rolls. So I thought maybe perhaps this was some sort of cute, fun baking movie. Um, no, the description is a Catholic schoolgirl must choose between fame and faith when she discovers Jesus in a cinnamon roll. <laughs> okay. All right. One of many Jesuses. Yeah. Cinnamon roll Jesus. <laughs> um. So we start this episode with this bizarro situation that, if I remember correctly, is going to perhaps continue through the rest of the season, if not a few episodes. Where I think it's just three a episodes. few episodes. But so it's, it's like so they tried weird. it out, decide it doesn't work, and then stop doing it again. But this concept where they're like, instead of having just having a previously on to like bring us up to speed, like every other TV show, they decide to have Maria break the fourth wall, like break the universe, and like talk <laughs> directly the to the audience. With, like, a whiteboard and, like, explain what's going on to the audience. It's a chalkboard. I was going to say, it's not, we're pre the whiteboard era. Couldn't remember for sure. Pre-whiteboard. We're in chalkboard land. It's a chalkboard. Yeah, it's very weird. She looks great, but it's very weird. And it's definitely, like, as Maria, not 
yeah. Mahandra mm-hmm. Delfino because yeah. she's being very Maria. She's like, let's review. Okay. Fantastic. Just yeah. like very Maria. But and yeah, it's yeah, super she's weird. She's got great There's, Maria humor, but... There's no good reason for it. No. Yeah, like, I know that they, they needed, you know, us to remember all the important things that had happened, but that's what previously ons are for, yeah. like you said. That's what every other... And it yeah, it just like brings you out of the world right to start to me. It's weird. Um, So I'm glad they didn't stick with this. Like, I think it was like a weird tactic to even try in the first place because this isn't... Now I'm, like, suddenly wondering, I'm like, when did, like, The Office first come on the air, like, in the U.S.? Because I feel like The Office was really the first show in the U.S. that was that kind of breaks the fourth wall, like, Mm -hmm. single camera, like, sort of documentary style. I think it was much later. I'm curious. Redacted, because we don't want your devices to be activated. When did The Office first air? The air date of the first episode of The Office was March 24th, 2005. Oh, Yeah. yeah, way later. I mean, it might have been on in the UK in 99 because it was already on in the UK first. But Right. Okay, right. so that, that trumps that idea. I was thinking maybe this was like an idea spinoff of that, the like popularity of that style. But Mm-mm. I when I first watched this episode and it's the first one of those, I thought that this must have been like a mid-season break. Right. And like this yeah. was going to be their way to like catch everybody up before we hop back into the rest of the season but then it continued and i was like yeah and i think if i remember correctly it was only a week or two after the previous episode there's it's not after a huge big like mid-season break yeah it's just like a weird tack that they seem to be trying to like get i don't know reviews or ratings up try something new trying something new yeah don't like it glad they didn't stick with it so we kind of have two weird beginnings of this episode Hmm. This is the weirder one for sure. Yeah. But then also, like, you know, the episode opens on this scary dream sequence, mm-hmm. which I don't know. I, I just don't get the dream. I don't yeah. understand what this dream has to do with the hybrid chronicles, with with everything that has just happened that is that we're meant to believe is like kind Very of what stressful. made this dream or like is um, informing this dream, influencing it. Okay, so I... I thought that the dream was supposed to show, like, at his core, he feels like he's expendable to Max. He knows that he relies on him too much, but in the end, he doesn't think that Max will choose him. Mm. Interesting. I feel like that is kind of a... His anger with Max is kind of rooted in that, always being the second male or whatever. And Mm -hmm. so, I don't know. That's yeah. just what I got out of yeah. it. And that all makes sense. I just still don't see how that is spinning out of his his stress over what he's just been through with Lori and her family and why he feels the need to, like, get rid of this, like, you know, get rid of this bribe money that he was given. Like, that makes a lot of sense for the dream. Unless the whole, like, I need to get rid of this money, let's go to Vegas was, I don't know, like an excuse to go on a trip with Max and spend time exactly. with him, you know, because that it was initially the plan. Yeah. And I feel like anytime that you experience something stressful and traumatic like that, it's going to dig up other stuff. And now mm-hmm. he's just left the person he found that was his family and gone back to his life as normal and, you know, getting back in the groove of everything. And he's starting to feel like he's alone and he'll never really have anyone. And Max is his closest person. And so he's having these nightmares about Max abandoning him when he Mm. needs him. Mm -hmm. Good point, Mm -hmm. Ashley. Yeah, you blew my mind with that. Yeah. (laughs) 
good old social work degree. I was going to say, it's the social worker in you. Uh, no, that makes a lot more sense. It makes total sense. Also, with the way that, like, you know, in the dream, Michael's like, where's Isabel? And, that, you know, Max is just like, she's gone. We have to look forward. Like, mm-hmm. she's gone. Moving on, you know? Mm-hmm. It makes total sense that he would also feel like, yeah, Max is just fine with getting yeah, rid of Yeah, with us. people being expendable, which then is he mm-hmm. expendable also? Like, right. you know. Which makes the ending also like super sweet for Max as well because mm-hmm. we know that Michael's been needing to hear that for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, so he wakes up from that dream that we now understand so much better. Thank you, Ashley. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> he wakes up from that dream and, and shows up at Max's house in the middle of the night as we've seen him do before when he is stressed out or things are going on and mm-hmm. he wants to he wants him and Max to get out of town and he wants to clear out the cobwebs. He yeah. says they gotta get out of this two bit town. <laughs> it's just like not how teenagers speak no yeah right. not at all not then not now we're gonna go somewhere where there's a place without rules without responsibilities like yeah this is not how 17 year olds talk <laughs> also i love how he barges in like that and then just immediately starts screaming but no one comes to check and see what's going on yeah. are the parents also gone in the middle of the night <laughs> yeah it doesn't wake up the parents doesn't wake up isabel like <laughs> and Max is like, oh, like, we we can't go away. Like, people will wonder where we are. Or, like, he says something about, like, we're going to need a cover story. Yeah. And it's like, has that ever stopped you has before? Has it ever? St- I mean, I do appreciate that the writers have now realized, you know, we're two thirds of the way through season two but they've like finally realized like oh these are kids and they There's just like kids. take off and like no adults ever care so and I mean in this episode we are gonna see an adult who cares but we mm-hmm. are also mm-hmm. like this is now a couple of times they've at least referenced needing a cover story like you know saying oh Max is camping oh Maria is camping like yeah. you know it's always yeah. camping yeah. And we did get to see Amy be upset. Yes. That's, yeah. We're starting mm-hmm. to we have involved parents a yes. little bit, at least. Some people's parents. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where Diane and Philip are in all of this, but. Yeah. And let's, like, let's not even talk about Liz's parents because I can't remember their names. Yeah. I know. I was like, what are Nancy? even their names? <laughs> Ed? Dave? John? <laughs> I want to be like Jim, but no. Nope. Yeah. No. I feel like her mom's name is Nancy, though. What's it? What are it what? is? Nancy oh, is her good mom. Good job. Jeff. 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 Okay, I wasn't too far off with Jim. Yeah, that's Jeff. Good point. Good point. Yeah, when was the last time we saw either of them? Did we even see them in the Christmas episode? No, because she was by herself. At yeah, the... she's sitting by herself, and he goes to sit with her at church. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we come back from our from our great Dido, and we're now at school, and Max thinks Michael should save some of the money, but that's no fun. I mean... That's crazy. But fair point, though. Oh, yeah, of course. No. That's the best thing to do with $50,000. Yeah, especially when you're an emancipated minor, and you have to like pay your rent and stuff. Right. And, like, and when was the last time we saw him at work? at the crash down put it in a savings account yeah yeah but that's not how how bad boy michael garen works no of course not he's michael garen (laughs) he also to be fair like wasn't raised by someone who taught him how to be responsible with money or at all yeah not at all right michael's hair Ugh. right keeps getting worse and worse it's so great it's so greasy right now brendan fair's hair is long and it looks great 
Yeah. Like now, today, 2021. Yeah. It's longer than this and it looks great. Michael, first season, his hair was, you know, shorter than this. It looked great. I just watched all of the night shift. Buzzed. Looked great. This? Bad. Is horrible. So Not bad. Great. It's horrible. He is a beautiful human and his hair just gets worse and oh worse God. as season it's two goes awful. on. It looks greasy. Yeah. Do you think they're putting product oh, in absolutely. it to make it? Absolutely. They're like, putting, but yeah. why? It's like I'm like I don't even feel like that was the style. In I was that. gonna say, was it the style? I feel like greasy hair was like a little bit in. But like, there's a difference between it being like chunky and like tousled with right. like some sort of like paste or product, and it just yeah. being like s- looking like it's just slicked back with grease. Like this Ugh. is not like. This is not the 50s with, like, pomade. Like, no. Exactly. Yeah. The 50s is exactly what I think of. Except except he has that, like, duck tail. Like, it's more than a duck tail. Mm-hmm. It's like a Carol Brady, like... It's long, yeah. ...situation flipping up. Oh, my God. Back. He just it's... totally has the Florence Henderson flip. Yeah. It's bad. I don't approve. It is bad. It's really bad. <sighs> But anyway, I mean, his powers are getting really good, continuing to totally. get good. He he fuses his locker shut without, like, exploding it. And <laughs> I thought you were still talking about the hair. I was like, oh. it's just like sucking the goodness out of his hair. But his powers are getting better. <laughs> <laughs> and Isabel, like, is pissed that she wasn't invited on this trip. Yeah, I would be too. And it's like, I deserve it too. Like, everything that yeah. I've been going through lately. And it's like, what has she been going through that's more than what they've been going through? Well, well I mean, Grant. Grant died. Yeah. I mean, she also deserves a, a No, break. of course, of course. But it's like, it's been a lot for yeah. a lot of them. I don't yeah. know. But yeah, I mean, I get why she wants to get away too. But of course, Max can't keep a secret from his twin-ish <laughs> sister, Isabel, and ends up spilling the beans to her and telling her what's going on. I love how this like quick succession of scenes like through the school that like leads to literally all of our people finding out, like yes. overhearing it in the hallway or like mm-hmm. talking to each other. And <laughs> Can I say it because what I wrote down? Hallway, Spanish class, hallway, lunch, science class, hallway, science class, hallway. Yeah. <laughs> that's what, yeah. Um, can we talk about Mahandra's face acting, though? Because that's the real star of this episode. <laughs> Isn't it always, though? I feel like it's extra in this one. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love the way that she's like, and she hears him talking about it. And then she goes and she's like, please, please, please. Like, hmm? please and he's like okay fine but don't tell anyone and she like walks away and then she turns back and looks at him like i would i would, I never. would never and then like and then runs and yeah <laughs> and immediately goes to find liz to be like come to vegas with me <laughs> but also uh maria's totally right that like my, there's no way michael was gonna spend fifty thousand dollars the way that he was going into it he sp- no. he found a cheap hotel Michael, yeah, why would right. you do that? Like, if the goal is to get rid of all of this blood money or whatever you want to call it, like, yeah, you go get a room, like, go you large. go get a suite at the MGM Grand, my friend. Yeah, get like, the fucking penthouse. Which is exactly why he needs Maria to help him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I love how all of this spreads around, like, Kyle sees the book in Michael's Spanish book and uh-huh. gets detention, which we have to note, like, he gets assigned detention for looking at the gambling book in class, because that's how they mm-hmm. all get found out in the end. Yep. Mm-hmm. It was the detention that he missed. 
list. Also, the um, I wrote down a note about how at some point, I think it's when she's talking to Liz, Maria says like, come on, like we have to go spend Michael's money. Excuse me. Maria did all of the detective work. Yeah. Right? She was the one who looked everything up and found it. So why is it Michael's money and not our money? I'm That's really out of character for her. I, yeah. I feel. I'm like not taking I'm credit. I'm surprised she's not like, excuse me, this is my money also. Right. Good point. Yeah, because whether or not... Whether or not the Dupree's gave it directly to Michael because he's the one that's like, quote unquote, related to them. I mean, Maria is not one to stay quiet when she feels she is being slighted. Right, right, right. And he wouldn't, I mean, he wouldn't have that money if not for her sleuthing. Oh, not at all. Um, did anyone else think that Maria's singing Viva Las Vegas in like that science classroom was really weird. Yeah, it didn't sound. That's not the tune. Yeah, she's like Viva Las Vegas. That's not. That's not how that song goes. <laughs> Which we see in like a scene later. They play yeah, it. They uh, they play the song like multiple times. And Liz sings it like the right way. Right, and Liz can't even sing. I know. Yeah, she's like Viva Las Vegas, Viva Las Vegas. It's just under her breath. Yeah, it was so weird. It was like, did Mahondra Delfino just not know the song? And they were like, here, sing these words. I feel like she was just being extra with it to yeah. try to get Liz to come, like drawing out the notes to be like, huh, huh. Yeah, but they were the wrong notes. <laughs> anyway, I just thank you for also noticing that it was, was like weird. Yeah, it's yeah, the notes are weird. For sure. Um, but, of course, any chance to hear Mahandra's voice. So I'm not complaining. Mm-hmm. I just was confused by it. Yeah, I love that we get to hear her voice multiple times in this episode. Mm-hmm. Also, I do like, yeah, Michael is an asshole in the vast majority of this episode. Yep. But I do like that when Tess goes up to him and is like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, and we're going. And like, Thank you so much. And, you know, she's going on and on about like. You know, I never really like had friends before. And then when I came here, I was really nervous. And, you know, and then she's like, and can can Kyle come too? And he doesn't even act annoyed. He's just like, yeah, sure. We'd be happy to have him. Yeah. And he's like, and and you too. I'm glad you're coming too. Yeah. And it just like he read the situation right. And he realized that that was the right thing to say. Mm -hmm. And um, Emily DeRaven's accent is sounding pretty good right now. There was no like glaring Australian in this episode. Mm. Oh, I have. I found one. Okay. I'll say it when we get there. (laughs) Just one, though. (laughs) So when um, when Michael gets to the lobby, everyone's there Mm -hmm. and Max comes up and does the principal voice. And let me tell you that I watched this episode three times and I fell for it three times. Same. (laughs) Same. Just in that split second. Before yes. you, it, before the camera cuts to Max, same every single time. Especially because sometimes I'm like taking notes, so I'm not like actively looking at the screen every second because I'm also taking notes right. for the podcast. Every time I'm like oh, busted, and then I'm like, oh no, Max. <laughs> every same. time, it is a very non-Jason Bear voice. Yeah, like, it's just no, such a, a different job. timbre and tone. Like mm-hmm. every time fall for it yep <laughs> i love maria being like don't you love the little hat yeah <laughs> this like poor driver they got she gives him a little pat and he smiles here's what i wonder is does the chauffeur drive them all like all the way to vegas in a limo or does the chauffeur just like drive them to like an airport that's i wrote that down too because later max tries to fly out yeah and i was like wait did they fly in or 
Yeah, so I was curious. I was like, I could see them. I could see her like paying for a limo to just drive. I, I don't know how many hours it is, but it's eleven and a half hour I hours mean, to drive. So it's that's a long drive. Yeah. So I will so I assume that he's going to drive them to an airport and they're going to fly. Right. Yeah. Which you know, there's a you know a thousand bucks down the drain right there of the fifty k at least. Right. For all I these did people. some math about this. <laughs> I don't know if anybody else did, but I have some questions. Yeah. I mean. Plane tickets to Vegas are usually pretty cheap because they want to get you there cheap so you spend your money there. It's like places yeah. like Vegas, Orlando, like you can get cheap. Like I went to Vegas for a wedding during the pandemic. I was already vaccinated, but it was my flight was $49. Whoa. So, yeah, they Granted, just want pandemic flights tend to be really cheap. But even not pandemic flights, like I've been to Vegas many times over the years and I don't think I've ever paid over $100 for a flight to Vegas, like from somewhere on the West Coast. Like I've flown there from from Northern California. I've flown there from Southern California. I've flown there from Denver area. And I don't think I've ever paid over a hundred bucks. So. Wow. So what did y'all think about Max's cover? For him and Michael. I mean... That they're on the debate team trip. It's, uh, it's okay. It's a good cover. I just think it's so weird. <laughs> like, Don't you think their parents would be like, when the fuck did you join the debate team? Right. Why am I just now hearing about this and it's a trip? Like, what about, did you not do, like, in-house debates? <laughs> right. Because I was just thinking, like, you know, that both of them, their parents would be like, what? You're on the debate team? But then it's like, oh, but Michael doesn't have parents. Yeah. Oh, right. Like, Max is really the only one who needs a co- who needs cover. Michael can right. do what he wants. But also just that, like, kind of, I was, I was trying to make the point that people would be like, why is... Like, why would Michael be on the debate team? Like, he doesn't right, have yeah. parents to push him into it. <laughs> Some people really enjoy the debate I team. I don't see Michael. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, lots of people do, but Michael would never. Yeah, yeah that's true. But yeah. So, I mean, they've got cover. They've got a chauffeur. They're off to Vegas. Vegas. And this is where we get, uh, and I don't know who is doing this cover, but a cover of Viva Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Obviously, the original was by... The one and only Elvis Presley, but which I, I don't bet know the rights for that one are probably like expensive too. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, and and regardless, even if they had had it for the original episode, the rights for stuff on Hulu where we're watching it. Yeah, that's true. Um, but I love this hotel room that Maria has obtained. <gasps> it is a sweet hotel room. I yeah, like that to is stay some there. fancy shit. A six person jacuzzi in the room. Yeah. Is like a dream. Yeah. Yeah. I'm down with it. I, I mean, like wouldn't leave the room. <laughs> it's like, would I rather hang out in a fancy hotel room in a jacuzzi or like a smoky casino? Yeah. Right. Jacuzzi. Exactly. <laughs> right. I'll just like turn into a little raisin. Yeah, for real. <laughs> I do. Uh, I'm amused by Michael's usage of all of the like alcohol cocktail names for all of his friends but i feel like this is not the way you do fake ids that makes them look very fake so stupid yeah this is extremely obvious (laughs) yeah they could even for i mean they could even have their regular names and he could just morph their ids to change their birthdays yeah what's the point of changing their names so stupid because then you got to remember to be somebody else like 
margarita and brandy and also i love that they made colin hanks be tom collins because his dad's tom hanks is tom oh i didn't even yeah i wrote tom collins colin hanks tom hanks name jumble (laughs) (laughs) that was a name jumble right there (laughs) i didn't even think of that that's a huge name oreo jumble like (laughs) and this is where i have some math Mm-hmm. Michael says that their bank or whatever is 3000 3000 each. Okay. It's $21,000. Yeah. Leaving them twenty nine. Mm-hmm. because does Michael also get 3Ks? Mike, I left Michael out of it because I was like- He gets at least three, yeah. maybe more. Do you think he gets more? And also Probably. like- So we don't know the room costs and we don't know the limo costs for yeah. sure. I would say there's no way that room is under like 5000 Yeah, that's a big-ass room, so I bet the room is... And how many nights are they expecting to stay there? Probably two, if not three. Probably two, Friday night, Saturday night. And then they probably Mm -hmm. planned to be back Sunday before school. So, yeah, if the room is five grand a night, there's ten grand. We've got probably at least a thousand dollars each way for plane tickets let's say because we have eight people Mm -hmm. need to get there and eight people need to get back so if flights are around a hundred dollars each each way there's another two grand the fancy dinner yeah the fancy dinner salt scrub yeah well that could have come out of her 3k bank though that's how she's choosing to spend her money but she did offer to pay alex three thousand dollars yeah right i think she can i wrote this down i think she canceled her spot when she saw the flyer when she found the audition stuff good point so 21 21k 2k for flights that's 23k five grand for the room that should be 33k i thought we did 10 grand for the room because we thought they were doing two nights yeah so that would be we'd be up to 33k 21k for everyone's banks all right no, but then oh. I added um, 3000 for Michael because I left him out. Okay, so that's I wasn't 24. Sure if he, I wasn't sure if he was skimming some extra <laughs> for himself. I mean, he can do what he wants with the money. Yeah, I hope he did. Yeah. Okay, so then we have 2000 for flights, 1000 for the limo. Yeah, that's sure. generous. Yeah. And they're tipping gener- generously yeah. as well. And and then 10000 for the room. Yeah. So that's 37000 Okay, we've probably got at least two grand for that dinner. Um, because they're like eating lobster and stuff and it's at a fancy yeah. dinner club. I I do believe Maria purchased clothes for all of them to wear for that dinner as well because they're all mm. wearing like formal wear that they probably wouldn't uh-huh, have packed true. with them because she planned the dinner. Yeah. So we've got, you know, even let's say she spends, I mean, Vegas is expensive. You go to those like shopping areas. So let's mm-hmm. say 500 a person for like fancy dresses and suits. So that's another like... Four grand. So we're at 43. I also am curious as to where the bail money came from. If she, did she use her 3K? She's get. I mean, yeah. I mean, I feel like we can, we can get up to 50 grand. How much is bail for like, I don't want to call it no drunk clue. tank because he's not drunk. Right. They, you know, how much, how much is bail it's for, the rage room. for punching a security <laughs> guard? Did you say rage room? I did say rage room. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly what he needs though. Yeah, for real. He really needs a rage room. So we have like a $7,000 leeway, which like with all the tips and stuff. Yeah. And they probably what had to have a ride from the airport to the hotel. Yeah. Yep. So there's so. another limo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. Okay. I was just curious. I mean, I think 50 grand could probably go pretty fast in Vegas with eight people. 
Oh, yeah, 100%. Super fast. I mean, with one person, 50 grand can go fast in Vegas. Vegas is a money-sucking city. Oh, yeah, it is. (laughs) Um, I wrote, Michael is super unchill. Yeah. (laughs) He's so unchill. Like, he's being such a dick. Yeah. But yeah, he wants everyone to, like, get out of his hair, leave him alone, don't talk to him, don't talk to Max, do whatever. So, but here's where I have a, like, they all start, like, wandering out of the hotel room with just, like, a stack of cash in their hand. They're not, like, Uh shoving it in their pockets, grabbing purses, like, anything. They're just, like, okay, out on the town with, like, a stack of They, like, run out. Yeah. (laughs) Just gonna walk around Vegas with a handful of cash in my hand. Like, great idea, miners. I feel like they were in their hotel casino the whole time. Yeah, they could have been. I think that they were because, mm-hmm. um, right, like Liz and Tess c- couldn't get into the casino area. Yeah. So they're just like, oh, I guess we just are stuck here playing pinball. It's yeah. Like, but there's another casino next door yeah. and then another one on the other yeah. side of that and then another one across the street. And also Tess has mind warping powers. Like she could have just mind warped him right then and there and walked right well, on in. Well, she probably she probably would have. I feel like that's what probably she what she was going to do when she was like, oh, hold on. I must have another form of ID. Yeah. And then Liz is just like, we're 17. I'm sorry, sir. I'm sorry. We're 17. Yeah, okay, yeah. Like, that's fair. I mean, then Tess doesn't have time to go back on that at that point like (laughs) yeah also before we get too far away from this scene i wrote down something that i think is fairly important Mm -hmm. to note out yeah what whenever maria is trying to convince liz to come with her she's like i need a girl like i need i need some gal time please come with me and then she gets there and she immediately books a spa, doesn't ask anybody else else if they want to go, and then tells yeah. Liz, like, oh, you'll be okay without me for a few hours. Yeah, it's like, why didn't like, you book two salt scrubs for you and your bestie? She didn't tell anyone else she was going to. Like, Yeah, she's right. just like, oh, bye. I'm going yeah. to the spa. Yeah. Bye. If I was in Vegas with my bestie, I'd be like, let's be go to the pissed. spa together. Yeah. yeah, I would be super pissed if my friend, like, made an appointment without me. Yeah, after my friend dragged me along sure no one else wanted to go it's fine whatever maria i do really appreciate the um the bouncer guy and his response when she's like we're 21 he's like yeah and i'm charo yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah it's great which is again like i feel like so he's an adult man he knows who charo is but i feel like we get this a lot in tv shows where there's these like adult references that like you know it's not quite as weird as like when michael says something that's just like uncharacteristic of a 17 year old but it's still like the kids watching the show in in the year 2001 are not gonna go know who charo is like i didn't know who charo was until like i learned about her watching rupaul's drag race as like an adult human in my 30s like you know, I didn't know yeah. who Charo was at age 19 when I was watching this TV show. I think Charo was on one of those, like, um, celebrity versions of the real world or, like, okay. one of those where... So that celebrity Big Brother, perhaps? It's true. And I, it wasn't Big and Brother. And I didn't watch because those I, shows, so... Uh-uh. It, w- it was on MTV. Got it. I, I remember that much because that's how I know who Charo is. But I can't remember what it was. I feel like... Yeah, no, I remember there were, like, those... There's one show I'm thinking of, but I can't remember what it's called, where it was, like... I can't either. They were all in a like house. Celebrities, and, it was like, and they brought them all yeah. into a house together, yeah. But, yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe that was around this time? I feel like it was maybe. after, but 
I don't know. Who knows? So yeah, it's like so classic Liz to just be like, we're 17. Yeah. She's like too law abiding. I'm so sorry. And then I realized that her moral alignment is definitely lawful good. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Mm. No question. Uh-huh. Uh, and then she just goes and plays pin. Like a lot happens in a short amount of time in this episode too. Because like, yeah. you know, Michael gets arrested that day. Like, I kind of get the feeling, like, so they got there on Friday afternoon. Like, they skipped out of fifth period and caught a flight. So they get there, like, early evening. I feel like the dinner happens that, like, late that night. Like, the supper club where she sings is, like... And it could be, like, in the middle of the night. Like, Vegas never sleeps. They could literally be having dinner at, like, three in the morning at some smoky supper club. But yeah. I feel like this all happens Friday night. Hmm. I, get, I thought it was two days. Because I thought they were in jail for a fair amount of time, and it was probably morning by the time she got them out. Mm, that's possible. It was morning by the time they got back to the suite. That's true. Okay, so maybe it's Saturday night by the time they have dinner. Yeah. yeah. I still think it was the same day. I mean, again, this is what is time. Time doesn't make sense. We have a we have a jingle for that. Like, right. <laughs> time doesn't make Take sense. Take it away, Aliza. <laughs> Um, oh, Alex. Like, this is, it's AP statistics. Yeah. <laughs> well, I love how first, like, Izzy's like, teach me about this game. And she's like, uh, that doesn't seem fun. Like... They're like, I, I just lost my money. No, thanks. Like, right. Which is exactly how I was when I went to a <laughs> casino. I played a game and I lost like 40 bucks. And then I was like, all right, let's go do something yep, else. Done. Yeah. Like, I'm done with this. Yeah. No, slot machines are where it's at. You, you know, spend like a dollar to play. Yeah. You lost $40. It was this. Yeah, I, I was doing a quarter machine. Yeah. And if you do the mm. max bet, then all of a sudden you're like, wait, I just spent $20 in one pull. Like. This is bullshit. Yeah. I mean, I was just there because my mom told me, like, because <laughs> my mom used to go to Vegas. She was like, what you do is you sit at the table or sit at the slot machine and they'll bring you free drinks. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. But then I didn't bring, I mean, I was so young and stupid. I didn't bring any cash or anything to tip. Uh, and so, like, I had literally turned all of my cash into into my card thingy for the machine mm-hmm. and so I got like two drinks and shit service because I wasn't paying the waitresses it's yeah they're fair. not gonna come back and offer you exactly. another drink yeah and so like I don't know I was just like I'd rather just go like pay for a drink and not be awkward yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I love I love this blackjack table though like Kyle is all about the gambling and like Buddha would want him to gamble and like Izzy's like you know it was Buddha who coined the phrase <laughs> <laughs> and Izzy is like uh no I don't want to lose my money thanks and Alex in his nerdiness is like all or nothing statistics and loses three grand in two seconds like I love his face when he slides them in yeah. like Ooh, I'm putting all my chips yeah, in. Yeah, this is going to work for me. And then, nope. <laughs> and then he flips out on Maria. So I don't, like, I feel like Colin Hanks, at least at this age, I haven't seen him in 
very much stuff in his older self, but like he does not do mad well. It's just not believable. His like <laughs> anger, like Maria, I just lost three thousand dollars. It's just, I was like, oh, Alex, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's just too nice to be mean. <laughs> I know. He's the sweetest. Uh. <laughs> yeah, he yells at her. He's like, I just lost $3,000. She's like, oh, that's it? I'll give you $3,000. Just come on. You know, and he's like, okay, you said it was in the key of E. Yeah, got. I got you. <laughs> I got your back. And this was the scene where I started questioning if if Michael secretly had more money. if Because she, she was just so like, I'll give you $3,000. Like, she's not going to need food and stuff later like i assumed it was her gambling budget there's nothing saying that michael had to give them all an even amount of money like it's his money he can do whatever he wants yeah well it sounds like she was in control of a a bunch of it yeah other than the 3k Mm -hmm. he gives to each of them i feel like yeah maria's really in control of that money not not michael (laughs) but i was also assuming that it was like the three grand that he had given her to gamble because she's not gambling. Yeah. So here's what I don't understand about the craps table situation. Like, I know we need to, like, we need them to get arrested for the story or whatever. But he literally, like, Michael wants to spend all of the money. He wants to go home with nothing. He doesn't want this, like, blood money on his conscience. He wants it gone. So why is he using his powers to manipulate the game and cheat the house if he wants he to wants spend the all attention the money. i mean i guess because he wants to be a winner he wants to feel powerful for a little while but that's fair but also like if he can like double or triple it then he can like blow the 50 grand and still take some home that's not blood money yeah this is i just feel like i got the impression like he wants he wants to go home with nothing <laughs> yeah like he doesn't want it with him in his life but I guess, like, yeah, he could want to feel powerful and, like, a winner for a little while, even if he's going to then spend it all on something else. It could also feel a little better, maybe, to blow $100,000 instead of 50000 yeah, that could be fun. That might be well, that's, even yeah. more fun. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Also, like, that's not the way to do it. You got to pop tables. You can't just sit at one table and win every single time. Of course, they're going to kick you out. And then punch out the security guard. It's statistically sure possible, almost impossible for Mm -hmm. him to have had that many roles like that. And he should just take the money and leave when the security guard says take the money and leave. Like, yeah, there are so many other casinos. So many. Yeah. Hundreds. That's why he was like, take your winnings and move on down the strip. Max was like, okay, sure, we will. And Michael throws a fucking punch. What a dumbass. Ugh. But anyway, we're not there yet, yeah, are no, we? we, we yeah, no, we've kind of like skipped ahead to the next scene at the craps table. I'll say two things about craps. One is that I don't know how to play craps. I do not understand it at all. Um, the other is I thought it was interesting or like ironic kind of in the colloquial Meaning of ironic. <laughs> um, the Lannis Moore set, ironic. <laughs> it, is Michael, you know, he got a role and he yells, The king, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. It's like he's standing next to the king. the king. And he calls himself the king. I just, I thought it was interesting. Mm. Like claiming the king. Yeah. yeah. When like he is part of a royal four, you know? Yeah. 
and is specifically not the king. Interesting. Interesting. That was a good catch. Yeah. Before we go back to the craps table and he throws the punch, we get our scene with Izzy. She's bored at the slot machines and, and runs into this eloping bride with like a very heavy southern drawl who has had wine spilled on her dress. Izzy uses her powers to like, you know, make her think she got it out with club soda. So what do you do when, like, a stranger gets wine out of your dress with a club soda? Well, obviously you ask them to be your maid of honor. This whole situation is bizarre. It's so bizarre. Like, it's so like, it's weird. it's so weird. Like, <laughs> so, yeah, and you know what's even weirder? She's a teenager. Yeah. Yeah. And they're just like, yeah, come join our thing. And this guy's like, oh, I have stubble, but I'll make out with you. I think a more believable storyline for Izzy would have been that Grant is dead and she's feeling lonely and she starts laying it on thick with Alex again. And maybe he keeps brushing Mm. her off. But it's more believable to me that she would go after Alex again and try Mm -hmm. and get in close with him again. Because we've already seen her, like, when he got back from Sweden, she's like, oh, you look good. Like, mmm, nice. And, like... And he just kind of brushes her off. Like, I see her more going after him than Dave. Yeah. Right. Although Alex has a girlfriend or whatever. I mean, they're teenagers. Yeah. (laughs) In a TV show. And that girlfriend is in Sweden. Yeah. It's very, very (laughs) And I'm not saying Alex has to take her up on her advances, but I think it would be. No, but I think you probably would have been a better writer. (laughs) (laughs) For oh, at least for this this particular storyline <laughs> of this episode um there is we do get a laugh there are not as many laughs in this episode as one would think <laughs> right but there is a laugh here when glenn i believe is tracy's betrothed yeah mm-hmm. you know he's blindfolded and he like reaches his hand out like in the wrong yeah. place to shake isabel's hand and they laugh about that yeah but yeah, it's it's just weird. It's very weird. Yeah, and who eats a crab omelet? That just sounds like a terrible idea. Ew. Like it yeah. doesn't it what just the doesn't hell? sound obviously she got sick. Like a delicious combo. You just know it was from a buffet too. Oh, of course. Of course. Absolutely. It's Vegas. Isn't Vegas like ninety percent buffets? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So the cut to the audition room is interesting to me. Like, Maria is, like, so overacting and selling this song. It just seems weird. But I guess she's, like, I mean, this is her dream, her big break. Like, she's laying it on thick. But it just seems, like, her whole mannerisms and everything just seems so out there. Yeah. It's a very low song. It is, yeah. Like, she has a low voice, but this is low even for her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But she's, yeah, she's dancing. She's strutting around the agent's office, sitting on his desk, knocking things over awkwardly while she tries to sit on his desk. (laughs) So weird. Yeah, I think she's just going, like, being extra because she wants to be remembered and be noticeable. It's her big break. Right. He also, you know, when they first find out and the guy's a jerk and and alex is like treat her like a lady or whatever he's like i'll treat her like a stripping lady because that's what she's auditioning for <laughs> like newsflash stripping ladies are ladies yes, and right. also deserve respect they are mm-hmm. also ladies <laughs> yeah even if a woman is auditioning for stripping it there are nicer ways to ask her to disrobe yeah 
But I mean, I feel like that's very sleazy Vegas. Like that's the right. right. He's also like eating with his mouth open the whole and with time. with his napkin tucked <laughs> into the neck of his shirt. And like, yeah, here's the thing. And I probably overthought this because I was like, okay, they're making him seem like gross and scummy by eating. And like, maybe it, maybe it's a stretch, but they have it be this fat guy who is eating and like you know has food all over him and blah blah and like that's showing that he's gross it just it felt fat phobic to me that it was like i don't know like i said maybe it's a stretch Mm -hmm. but i can see that like you know what i mean yeah because i was like oh yeah there's something like icky about this dude and then it's like wait why why do i think that because of because of the food and like the crumbs on him i think that was a big trope at that time too like it was always like a fat dude like with his stomach out Uh shoving food in his face Uh yeah so um you know i can't say that i'm upset that i haven't been able to we haven't been able to use our fat phobia jingle a second time but Mm, i think mm -hmm. i think here we go right But then we end up back at the craps table, and this is where we discover Michael is definitely cheating. This has gone on too long. He's been too lucky. There's some weird stranger girl that's, like, hugging him, and then this is yeah. where he, like, punches out the security guard. Like, what a bad idea, Michael. So here's <laughs> here's the thing, because you're right. Uh, was it, Ashley, that you were saying, like, that's not how you do it. You have to, like, go table to table, like, be a little smarter about it if you're cheating. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. I don't think he was trying to get away with it. Like, I feel like he was, he trying. wanted to be reckless. Yeah, that's like, true. This, you know, it wasn't about clearing cobwebs out. Like, he wanted to get into a fight. He wanted to, like, yeah. punch somebody. He, just, he wanted to be reckless and get in trouble. Yeah, that's a good point. And then now, like, I feel like it's been a long time since we have seen what happened to Liz and Tess. Like, a lot happens yeah. in this episode. But now we're yeah. finally back to Liz and Tess, like, stuck down in the arcade because Tess's theory is they're too small to pass for 21. So she wants to mind warp the guard to make him think that they are five feet, ten inches tall so that they can walk past. <laughs> Which is fair because all of the aliens are tall as yes, shit, and it's true. Colin Hanks is yeah, tall and lanky. Yeah, it's true. All the aliens except Tess. Yeah, she's like her and Liz are tiny, and everyone else towers over them. And that is true. Like people who are short automatically pass for younger. I feel like yeah, uh-huh. that makes sense. Children are short, so I get that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also feel like like Tess also could have just mind warped the dude yeah right to make the two of them have different faces and different ids yeah so like yeah yeah you know like they're not stuck just because like whatever but you know liz yeah. i mean liz is over it she didn't want to be here in the first place she's a bad liar she doesn't want to try and sneak past the guard so she's just gonna hang out in the arcade and get really good at pinball i mean I think there's other games I would rather play in the arcade than pinball. Like, I'd rather play skee-ball for six hours than pinball. Yeah. I love skee-ball. Yeah, me too. I love skee-ball so much. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and I like pinball. I do, but I couldn't play it for that yeah. long. No. Like, get a little variety. Yeah. But, you know, Liz is not the most adventurous. 
Tess does say, we could always challenge a couple eight-year-old boys to foosball. <laughs> it's challenge. The way she challenge. says challenge. She's like, challenge. challenge. Is that- There's something about the way she says challenge that was like, nope, that's you're not American. No. <laughs> oh, I must have missed that part. <laughs> and then we head back to the hotel room, and um, Brandy has been so kind as to like offer up this... Uh, Brandy's Izzy, if you don't remember. Um, yep. <laughs> she's, she's been so kind to like offer up this fancy presidential suite for Glenn and Tracy's uh, reception <laughs> of just Glenn, Tracy, Brandy, and Dave. Um, <laughs> and a humongous, cake, like a multi-tiered cake. Which cake. I guess that's what she spent some of her three grand on. She's not very interested in gambling, so I mean... Why Why not buy a cake like, for some strangers? Like That they're not even eating because yeah. they just left the room? Yeah. I mean, you got a, a hotel room full of teenagers. Like, that cake's yeah. going to get ate. They're going to eat it. Yeah. <laughs> I never thought of the possibility that Isabel bought it for them. I was just like, why did they get this cake for the, the four of them? I figured Isabel bought it. Like, she's brought them back to her room. Like, yeah, she's that not interested in gambling, so she's found something else to do with her money since she's not allowed to bring it home with her and like put it towards her college fund so <laughs> which it honestly i might be lame but if i was on this trip i 200 percent would have hid that in my suitcase oh yeah. absolutely i would have spent like 200 bucks <laughs> taking the rest of I it home. maybe even spent a thousand but i would have spent it going to see some shows not gambling yeah not gambling some yummy food I mean, coffee, coffee costs a fortune in Vegas, you know, so and then, yeah, mm-hmm. totes would have like hidden the other two grand in my bra and brought it home with me and said, screw yep. you, Michael. Right. Um, I when he said your bank is 3K, I didn't expect everyone to gamble. I thought that some of them like Isabel and Maria and Liz would break off and like go on a shopping spree with their money or like mm-hmm. and also where do we think Tess goes do we see what because she leaves Liz oh, right yeah and then we don't see no. her again until Valenti shows up until dinner oh dinner right maybe she does mind melt the guard to get back into the casino floor yeah that's a good point like where did she go yeah this is also kind of why I feel like it all happens in one long night because there's just so much jumping around between different character stories. I'm like, how many, how much time is each is actually happening with each piece of the plot? Yeah, and even when Max goes to try to fly out, I just realized she's still playing pinball, so she would have. And had- she says mm-hmm. she's been playing it for six hours. That's why another yeah. reason why I thought it like kind of all happens in one, huh. yeah. one long night. All right, yeah. There uh, was another laugh when we first get into the hotel room um, here and Tracy, as she's leaving, like throws her bouquet (laughs) that they laugh about that. It's like of all the things in, I don't know. (laughs) Whatever. That's what you laugh about. Doesn't make sense. (laughs) Also, it's so weird that, who is it? Like Alex and Maria come in Mm -hmm. and, and Maria's like, who's that? Yeah. And Dave is just standing a few feet away, yeah. like, you know, just like fidgeting with his tux or whatever. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then she goes over to him and is talking as if like the other people in the room can't hear them. Mm-hmm. It's just like they do this on TV all the time. Like people yeah. are standing feet away from each other and they're talking like people can't yeah. hear. I hate that. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. But yeah, I, I mean, they're back from their audition, though. Maria and Alex, you know, I'm assuming <laughs> she didn't get hired or chose not to accept the job offer. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he wanted to hire her. Oh, I'm sure he did. 
Why, anybody would. I love how sassy she is when Michael calls her from prison. It's like, Mm -hmm. serves you right, dude. Like, I mean, I know from the start he said, like, leave me alone. I'm doing my own thing. But he is such a dick to her when she shows up at the craps table. She's excited about it. Like, she's like, this could be my big break. Like, you know I've wanted this. And he is like, I don't see you. Yeah. Bye. Beat it. He's like, I'm doing something important. It's like, she's not important. Like, you could listen to her for two seconds. Yeah. What's your important thing you're doing? Oh, you're cheating at craps? Cool, cool, cool. Right. Right. And it's like, not only is she more important, but also what she was talking about was more important. Yeah. This is like a dream of hers, you know? Yeah. So I don't blame her for not wanting to bail him out of prison. But I love when he's like, shut up. Like, I'm in prison. You have to bail us out. And she's like... Oh, so this is your one phone call? Click. Click. (laughs) Bye. It's the best. And then a little bit later when uh, she is like, oh, I have to bail out Max and if I have enough money left, Michael. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. I also love how she answers the phone where she's like, honeymoon sweet Margarita Salt speaking. (laughs) (laughs) Staying in character. In this next scene is where Kyle brings up the uh, the the phrase that yeah, Buddha coined. Yeah, how Buddhist his gambling is, but yeah. And uh, Maria, you know, uses the best strategy. Oh, yes. yeah. To get him away from the table because he won't leave the table. Yeah. She knows the one thing she could say to the dude dealing. Yeah. This guy's in Gamblers Anonymous. Like, please don't allow him anymore. It's like that is the <laughs> magic words <laughs> in Vegas. Yeah. But it works. I mean, the guy closes him out and like poor Kyle is trying yep. to get all of his all of his chips, all of his monies. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. And he like looks like he could be someone with a gambling problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. The way he's just like <gasps> you know, frantically grabbing all of them, be like, Oh, I can't I can't let any fall. I mean it's really yeah. because he's like seventeen years old and he's probably never seen that much money in his life, but you know, right. <laughs> That would get him into trouble, too. Right. And now we're back to Izzy and Dave, and I just, like, continue to not like this plot line. This, I mean, the episode would have been better without it. Yes, and I also wrote down that Dave does not look like a good kisser. No, he does not. No. It looks gross every time. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I don't, like, this whole scene, they're slow dancing, they're kissing, and then he, like, wants to take her back to his hotel room. Like, which just always, I don't know, but I love Izzy here. She's like, uh, we are in a hotel room. Like, yeah. and he's like, oh, maybe we have more privacy. I just, I don't like it, Dave. I don't like it. You're moving a little fast. She's still in high school. Skis ball. But also like slow dancing <laughs> around candles. And like. To like come to my hotel room so we can fuck. Like it, it just. It's a leap. It's a leap. Yeah. Like, yeah, slow dancing and, like, a, a little, like, 10-second makeout section. There's, like, candles <laughs> around. It's, like, romantic. And then, like, yeah, just come back yeah. to my hotel room with me. Okay. Whatever, Dave. But I did find it weird that they, like, had candles lit and were slow dancing in, uh, like, a hotel suite that eight teenagers are staying in. Yeah, that everyone has access Like, anybody to. could just walk in and be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, Which is, I mean, perhaps why Dave wants to go back to his hotel room. (laughs) It's true. He knows that it's not private. Yeah. 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 Oh, my God. And when they're in jail, I don't even know who says it. Max maybe says, are we having fun yet? Yeah, that was Max. Have have you guys seen Party Down? Uh Uh-uh. Adam Scott 
is in a bunch of people are in Party Down. It's hilarious. It's this um like a comedy on stars. Okay. And his character is known for like having been in a commercial when he was younger, and that's like the only he you know wants to be an actor or whatever. It's the only thing anybody remembers him from. And the one thing he said in the commercial was, are we having fun yet? (laughs) And so throughout the whole show, people are like, oh my God, you're the guy from that commercial. Say it, say it. So I can't hear that phrase without thinking about that show. (laughs) So he said, are we having fun yet? And I'm just like laughing. (laughs) Um, I I felt like they both had a right to be mad. Yeah, they do. You know, sometimes you got to argue it out with your best friend. Like, you're not always going to be on the same page. Right. Yeah, sometimes you just need to get locked up together and work through things. Make out. Yes. Yes. Order that. That's my literal note is at the end of the scene in all caps. (laughs) Just make out. (laughs) I do love at one point in this scene, like, this made me giggle. Like, Michael is, like, doing the whole, like, conversation. Like, he... He hollers something oh, so out good. into the prison and just somebody else in the prison is just, shut up! Shut up. <laughs> what made me laugh was when he was like having the conversation with himself. Yes. And Max was like, <laughs> I don't even remember what he said, but Max said something to him and he's like, it's a private yeah. conversation. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, as I was saying, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. This scene made me laugh. I mean, they weren't laughing, but it made me laugh. <laughs> So then we head back to the hotel and we Maria bailed them both out after all. You know, she can't, mm-hmm. She, you know, we love Maria. She's not really going to leave Michael behind and only bail out Max. She'll she'll get Michael right. also. But this my notes here are remember having to call airlines for flights. Like, remember when you didn't have no. smartphones <laughs> no, and like the Internet and you like had to like call or just like show up at the airport no no i don't remember that (laughs) i know you're both younger than me (laughs) i mean i remember like pre-smartphones sure yeah Yeah, and pre-internet too but i was too young to be buying plane tickets no i mean like i probably like my first couple plane tickets were bought like through a travel agent or by oh my god yeah like i definitely like went to a travel agent to book tickets some of my first like trips that I took by myself as an adult because the like internet wasn't really I mean the internet was a thing but it wasn't you know like it is now by any means and there's no smartphones so this also made me think like he wants a flight to Roswell and there's like there's nothing till tomorrow or whatever and I'm like does Roswell even have an airport so I looked it up they do. It is the Roswell International Air Center and it's international. Uh, it's not really. That's just the name of it. Uh, um, <laughs> the or, only... Or maybe just goes to Mexico. Because we had an international airport in Worcester, but it goes only to Quebec. Maybe it was international at some point. As of right now, the only places you can fly to from the Roswell International Air Center are Dallas and Phoenix. Not even Vegas. Not Mexico. Hmm. Maybe at some point it flew to Mexico. But now in 2021, according to the internet... Um, you can fly to Dallas or Phoenix from the Roswell International Air Center. It's five miles south of the Roswell city limits. Okay. Max is like, I'm leaving. And like, he cannot be convinced otherwise. But he does uh, show up to the arcade to say goodbye to Liz. Because they just can't Mm -hmm. get enough of each other, even though they're not together. Yeah. And they're standing there looking at each other with the Vegas chapel framed directly between their faces. Yep. And have some sort of awkward conversation where Liz says something about the wedding chapel and she can't really say something about it because Max does not know that in 
the alternate mm-hmm. version of their existence that they got married here. Right. I think she's I think she's like, yeah, who would want to get married in Vegas anyway? Yeah. Which is like yeah. more or less out of the blue, except that there is conveniently that wedding chapel poster on the wall. But right. Yeah. And Max is like, me never. I would never, ever. That's the worst idea I've ever heard yeah. of. And oh, then poor Liz. He goes to leave and has this like vision of them as yeah. if they did get married, which like. You know, maybe he is somehow remembering this, like, parallel universe version of them. Yeah, and I kind of love it. <laughs> like, <laughs> that, like, this has nothing to do with, at least to me, it's like, this isn't necessarily about alien powers. It's not sci-fi-y. There isn't necessarily even an explanation for it other than, like, the power of love. Yeah. The power of love. I feel like there's there's a song that I'm also not remembering the proper... Uh, melody to <laughs> with right. those lyrics but whatever <laughs> but like i like i i kind of like when shows do that yeah when there's just kind of like this one thing that never really gets explained mm-hmm. and like because there is no explanation yeah. for it yeah because it's just like fate or whatever mm-hmm. oh i love this big fancy dinner they're at like i would like to be a part of this big fancy dinner everybody looks so sharp oh my god maria looks so good oh, uh, her hair yeah. is so oh glam my god. She and looks, her lipstick yeah, yeah. yep just perfect shade of lipstick her hair's not parted down the middle she's got that nice like side part with like the swoopy bangs and like the glammy mm-hmm. like soft curls like she looks so she good says, now this is the vegas i love yeah like, oh because you've been to <laughs> vegas so many times yeah i don't know i could see amy taking her yeah <laughs> true good point um, and they take a group photo and laugh. So that's our oh, third, oh, I think, and final. laughs. And then we, I love Michael's, like, because this feels so Michael when he's like, I'm gonna blow this joint and I could use a cheeseburger. And Maria's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You just had lobster, like, you weirdo. And, like, yeah. that's, it's really his guys to, like, go up and talk to the band and, set up this whole like mm-hmm. very sweet moment for Marie to come up and fulfill her dream but he does it in a way that is just so very Michael and it's because yeah. he knows that like that yeah. she'll fall for it because that's so mer- very yeah, Michael she won't suspect yeah. something is up if he just like is so very Michael about it and then I appreciate her talking to Liz and being like Liz I plan on being a worldly woman yeah. yes <laughs> But before she can finish her whole rant, Michael is on the stage introducing her in, I believe, a sparkly tux. Yes. Yes, there's glitter on the tux. When he steps on the stage and is now under the bright lights, I was like, oh, wait a minute. His suit has sparkles? I want this suit very much, please. Yes. I will take this suit. Thanks. But yeah, he has arranged for her to sing and it's so sweet. So sweet. And she sounds so good. Yeah. Such a this good song This is like the her. Michael way. He's like a dick. And then he redeems himself. And uh-huh. then, like, you know, we all go to mush. It's nice. Like, it's nice to be nice. Yeah. But it would be cool if you weren't a dick first. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> He's a Sour Patch Kid. He's a Sour Patch Kid. <laughs> first they're sour. Then they're sweet. And it's candy. Yeah. Oh. <gasps> good one. my mind just exploded mind blown emoji exactly (laughs) 
Um, did anyone notice what Isabel was wearing? Pleather. Yes. A, pl- a strapless pleather ball gown. Gown. Yes. yes. Uh, yeah. Amazing. A pleather gown. Yes. <laughs> Which like conveniently matches like Alex's like pleather tux. Right. Like everybody kind of like matches together. Like Alex and Izzy are both in like pleather. Maria and Michael are both sparkly. But yeah, everyone kind of matches and Max shows back up and asks Liz to dance and and he reveals to her that he had this vision of them getting married. And Liz can't even tell him the truth that they did. And she was like about to. Oh. Yeah. She's like Max yeah. uh and then, like, Maria's song ends and they're all clapping yeah. and, like, the moment passes. Right. Yeah. But you could tell she wanted to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they show up back to their hotel room to continue <laughs> their weekend of partying. And who's in the hotel room? Dad is big mad. Yeah. Oh, such <laughs> big mad. Like- <laughs> We've never seen him so mad. I don't yeah, think. Detective, Detective Valenti figured it all out. Out. Can you blame him, especially after the whole like Isabel abduction thing and yeah. like having to drive and save them all like in right. a different state and then them just disappearing like fucking children? You know, his son getting shot before his very eyes and having to like, you know, think that he's yeah. lost his son. And no, and and it's not even like being mad that these kids did this irresponsible thing and lied. It's like personal. He's taking it personally because like they didn't trust him. You know, like yeah. he has been there for them and they didn't they didn't trust him enough to, right. you know, like he feels betrayed by them. Yep. And I also think that he has a special relationship with Max mm-hmm. and because they had to go through the whole trust journey and if you'll notice that when he is yelling at them and he says because i knew that you wouldn't just go off without telling me yeah. he gets very close and looks directly at max like you yeah. you should have told me this like yeah. you're supposed to be the leader and you know better than this yeah right like i'm disappointed in you mm-hmm <laughs> Kind of like I would have expected this from like Michael or Maria yeah. or you right. know, but not you. Even Alex, yeah, yeah. But yeah. but Max and him have this whole relationship now yeah. that he has broken. Yeah, and then I I just love the end of this scene where he's like, Kyle, get in the car, and like <laughs> Michael says. Oof, glad I'm an orphan. And Tess is like, me too. Me too. <laughs> and then, Tess, don't make me come back in there. Like, I love it. It is one of the greatest moments of the season, maybe the series. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a great moment. And it's it's funny and it's charming. Like, it's so touching. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, you're part of their family and that includes being yelled like being yelled at. Yeah. Like you're you're gonna yeah. get in trouble just as much because he loves you and yeah. You know, yeah. was scared about you, too. Mm-hmm. Guess what? You're not an orphan. You are part yeah. of the Valenti family You're now. a Valenti. Yeah. yeah. It's really, really sweet. Yeah. And I also love this very last scene where um, Michael spends the last $5 on coffees. But, like, as they are like, oh, what do you want to do? Like, oh, I got some DVDs. Like, let's watch Braveheart. Like, as they're walking away and having this conversation, I, I get the feeling that this is really just Jason and Brendan having a conversation like you know maybe (laughs) like they have watched Braveheart a bunch of times and tried to like count up how many deaths happen like it just feels so natural like of their friendship I just like picture this being how like Jason and Brendan like spend their spare time like in their trailer like between takes like trying to count up how many people die in Braveheart (laughs) yeah but they lose count after 220 yep 
<laughs> but also, we skip past the scene where oh. Max tells Michael that, you know, he loves them and he'd be lost without them. Oh, I didn't take down any notes about that. <laughs> I just said Max apologizes. Big man. Yeah. And then he says, you know, I don't say it enough, but like, I, I love y'all and I would be lost without you, Michael. I would be mm-hmm. lost. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's needed to hear that for a long time. Yeah. And I think it's also important for Max to like for Max himself to, to be saying that it. for him to write to recognize right, like yeah. you're not on your own you're not like above anybody else like and you're this in this not together solely on his shoulders right it's he not all on you people to help him yeah mm-hmm. yeah so do y'all have thoughts for hot and saucy today now let's see who's hot and saucy So mine, I mean, even though Michael spends most of the episode being kind of a dick or a lot of a dick, especially to Maria, I mean, I'm more forgiving of him than others, but my hot and saucy moment is when he arranges for her to get to sing and is standing on the stage in that sparkly tux, Mm. even with his bad hair, like being sentimental and sweet to Maria and arranging to make her dreams come true while looking hot doing it. Mm. That's mine. <laughs> so you went with more the hot side. Yes. I'm going to go with more yeah. the saucy side. Okay. And I'll say my hot and saucy moment is when Maria is like, oh, so this is your one phone call. <laughs> Click. Click. I thought about that <laughs> I just one. love it. It's like he's been treating you like shit. Like, no, yeah. you're not just going to go like rescue him with no questions asked. Like, give him a hard time about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She still went and rescued them. Right. So that was going to be mine, but I'll go with my secondary. Oh, sorry. Also, since you went with hot, you went with saucy, I'll go with both. Okay. And say Maria when she says, well, Maria, because Mahandra is very attractive and she always looks great. (laughs) Um, But also when she's like, come on, you need me. No one can spend money like I can. (laughs) Yeah. I love that. That's a good one. (laughs) This is such a great episode. Uh, Yeah, it is. I love this one. Thanks for joining us today for this amazing episode. We'll be back in two weeks on Tuesday, May 18th with Season 2, Episode 16, Heart of Mine. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Roswell Hot Sauce or join us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Roswell Hot Sauce. And as always, you can find show notes and more information about us over at roswellhotsauce.com. And you guessed it, our email is roswellhotsauce at gmail.com if you want to shoot us a message or get in touch with us. Pass the Hot Sauce is produced and edited by Ashley Hullett. Our theme music is by David Belcourt. Our logo was designed by Billy Murray. Until next time, remember... This is a private conversation.